Shadow of the Red Eye. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to like kind of know you. It's it's neat to it's a uh, it's kind of neat that like I got to I got to watch you like I over the last couple of days I've just been getting to watch you like in on your show just sort of like in the elements. What yeah. what I got a kick out of man. I got a kick out of that bull whip thing you guys oh. play. That seemed like yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, what you didn't see was all the outtakes that happened. I made made it look like I did just one nice little, you know. <laughs> no, I that thing hurts when it hits you. Let me tell you. Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, that was down in Florida. We actually just got back from Florida about a week and a half ago. Uh, we were down there again for uh, for another trip down there, which was awesome. Some squatching. Oh yeah. So, uh, so I know that like. There's tons of people who have you on their podcasts. There's tons of times you've been on so many different podcasts. Like you're doing, po you're probably doing episodes of podcasts like, like a couple of days a week now. Yeah, yeah, once a week, give or take. So what's out of all those podcasts? What is the one thing you've wanted to be asked and no one's asked you? Oh man, that's a very good question. I don't know. Um, you know, I always try to throw, like, I always like when people uh, get a little, like, kind of look outside the box. Like, it's not, it's not, my philosophy isn't, isn't like you're always, you know, you're not, I, I don't go out to find Bigfoot every time. Cause that's just, if you, if you go out with that expectation, then you're going to be poorly mistaken. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just like a, it's just like a resentment waiting to happen. You're just going to go. Exactly. But I go out for the simple fact that, you know, people, uh, it's just nice out there. And I kind of go to get away from people and into nature, just kind of clear my mind and stuff. And it's really cool uh, when people um, uh, understand and respect that. What What was the, the thing? What was the event that you witnessed in 2011 that, yeah, that, so that started was this, whole, this whole thing? What was the event? That was down in Florida, and we were on this uh, Bigfoot trip. So we were out looking for Bigfoot, and there was like 60 other people there. So um, we went out, and we didn't see anything. That It was a three-night trip, four-day, four-day, three-night, and we didn't see anything the entire trip, nothing. Uh, so that kind of stunk. So on the last night, uh, me and my buddy Jimmy, we were watching a meteor shower. So it was pretty late at night. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, we hear like a tree knock, which is what Bigfoot are supposedly known to do to communicate in one direction. And I thought it was these people because we paid a lot of money to come to this event. So I thought it was like these people putting on the event, um, trying to mess with us, saying, oh, this is get their money's worth type of thing. Uh, and then we hear a tree knock in the other direction. And I said, oh, wow, these people are pretty good. Um, and then it started happening. And then like, so like 10 minutes later, we're just sitting there like this is my first time ever camping. Okay. So I was like indoor growing up, not outside at all. Uh, so yeah, first time ever camping. Um, and a rock came through the trees and you could hear it come through the trees. It was like a fist sized rock and it landed like 10 feet away from us. And that was enough for me. I was like, Nope, this is how horror movies start. I'm, I'm not in this anymore. This is not cool. So uh, I was like, my, my friend's like, well, if you want to grab your stuff, you're more than welcome to. And I had all my stuff in my arms. I was running in the car. Uh, but then he talked some sense into me. He's like, Mike, this is a Bigfoot thing. This could be like a possible Bigfoot. This is why we're here. So I said, <laughs> okay, you know, um, and over the course of the next 15 minutes, four more of these rocks landed within five to 10 feet from us. And my buddy finally was like, I'm going to throw a rock back at it. So he picks up a rock and chucks it back into the woods. And I knew it wasn't a person at that time because uh, a laptop sized boulder came crashing down through the trees and it landed like five feet from us. Mm. So that was, that was like my first experience. And that kind of got me into thinking like, Oh crap, something's, something's out there. Something's got to be out there doing this, throwing these rocks. Mike, Mike how old, how old were you then? I was 24, I believe. Okay. 
just a just a just a smidge younger than me. Just <laughs> in 2011, I was 27. So there you go. There's three three years difference between us. Do you do you um do you ever when you're out there squatching do you ever uh, smoke weed or anything, or do you ever take any psychedelic drugs ever? No, no, we're always sober when we're out there. We, you know, after we get back to camp, some people like to have a couple beers or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I always have my investigations of sober-minded people, just because people mm-hmm. are going to come if we do if we do oh, see something. There's just going to be suspicion on top of suspicion, exactly. like you're just you. It's so discredited so quickly. When I I started noticing, like, dude, honestly, I'm I didn't start smoking weed till I was like. 34 or something so mm-hmm. I, I i'm pretty new to it but i uh i i was at a, i was at a wrestling show and the, the main event was I, I forget i forget what it was they there was some some weird psychology there there in in pro wrestling there's in-ring psychology there was some weird psychology in the in the uh in the main event like the the, the finished spot it was a weird thing and i was sitting next to one of my friends uh and uh and i was like i I had just told him that i like vaped i just told him that i had vaped some some thc and uh and then and then i told then i gave him my expert opinion my very experienced opinion about what what the psychology of that that finish was and how i don't think it lined up with what made sense and then the guy was like Ah, hey, you're high. Like, mm. so I was like, okay, now I'm just, if, if ever I'm high, I'm not telling anybody yeah. because, <laughs> because um, I don't want my opinions uh, minimalized. I don't want my opinions discredited. Yeah. That's the same thing. Like um, uh, in the field too, I've noticed there's uh, a lot of people, a lot of researchers, I, I hate to say it a lot, but people that like to hoax uh, like different stuff, like different tracks and videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, once you hoax something, you're like a like once a cheater, always a cheater type of thing. So you can't come back from something like that. So I know there's a lot of uh, people in the field that have gotten some really good evidence, but unfortunately, you know, because of their past, boom, it's and it's kind of in the same same park as you know being under the influence of something. If if you're if you're you know you want to be that? what's that um that footage the like famous. Ah, uh, the Patterson Gimlin footage. Patterson, yeah, okay, the Patterson footage. Is that, um, in, in your, in your videos, there was the 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 part that was like, uh, thermal, and then reenactment, and then was the reenactment part, like similar to the Patterson footage. Mm, which reenactment are you talking about? Oh boy, I don't remember. If, if it was a recent one, it would be in High Point State Park. And what we try mm-hmm. to do with that is just with the reenactment is just try to put ourselves back into that situation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, from from what we do is uh, from if we were talking about the same the same uh, video thing, I got a thermal imaging of what I think was a Sasquatch walking mm-hmm. along a gas line in High Point State Park in New Jersey. And to kind of um, re- you know, we went back the next week to try to, you know, get the same exact footage on my thermal imaging camera with me and a friend. And long story short is we couldn't do it. It was uh, the uh, figure in the video was just too was just taller than than the figure um, than than us. And we had to actually raise a stick up about two feet mm-hmm. to be able to see see where that figure was. So that's yeah, kind of cool. I did see the I did see the whole thing with putting arms up. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. That, that, that trap now. We like to put mm-hmm. our arms up and we like walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. That's that's the two things that you need to know about Bigfoot researchers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, what, what is the, the the theory inside of the, is? Do we feel as squatchers that the that the big that bigfoot is the gigantic pithecus thing like do we feel like that's part of that like ape family yeah well everybody has different, different opinion there's there's people that think that bigfoot are related to like ufos and aliens that aliens mm-hmm. have um have sent bigfoot down to kind of protect the earth be the protectors of the earth um 
there's other lines of philosophies that Bigfoot are interdimensional and can can shape shift into different dimension of reality. That's actually a pretty popular uh, opinion. But my opinion is that they're um, they're an actual physical being, kind of like a bear or like a squirrel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they could they are definitely uh, ancient humans. I don't know if it's a Gigantopithecus or the Denisovan which I think is probably a higher probability uh, that lived with modern, uh, modern humans uh, back, in the, back in the day. So have you ever thought about leaving really big shoes out in the woods? <laughs> you know, <yeah. laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we, we're missing out. Like we're missing out. Like, like we wouldn't know if we know, if we know the traction on the bottom of those shoes, then we know what footprints to look for better. If okay. those shoes have disappeared, <laughs> if you plant, the sho- plant the shoes and then see if they're there a month later and then go back <laughs> looking for, looking for, tracks, looking yeah. for those shoes or the tracks <laughs> from those shoes. What size, what size shoes? You've seen, yeah. you've seen the, you've seen the tracks. How big would oh, you think man. those shoes would be? It gotta be size thirty. I don't know. I have no idea. You got to think they're they're you know nineteen twenty inches long in some cases. So that's that's a I mean that's a huge huge shoe. That's a clown shoe and 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 some. Well, there you go. Just leave clown shoes out there. (laughs) (laughs) Ronald McDonald the Sasquatch. what is what has been like your what has been your full opinion on like movie depictions such as Harry and the Hendersons and any other kind of Bigfoot depictions in TV and movies? Yeah, I mean, I, I think like for a perfect example, Harry and the Hendersons is, is a classic and it's one of my favorite movies. Um, and uh, I think, you know, Bigfoot in that scenario is depicted as like a, a really cool down to earth, like a uh, gentle giant, if you will, like a big, big teddy bear. And I think that's kind of like I, I, I would hope to imagine that's what they're like. But then you think about it in reality, they're actually, you know, an animal. And I think they they do get aggravated and aggressive if need be, uh, if you get too close to them. Um, on the other complete other example, there's movies out there that are horror movies about Bigfoot. One, one is called exists, which is, um, if you're going out Bigfooting, you should definitely not watch it prior to going out because what about, what about that? What about that one Bobcat Goldthwait put out? Oh, you know what? I haven't seen that one. I wanted, I want to watch it. I haven't gotten the opportunity to. Let's watch it together. I want to watch it too. <laughs> uh, so you you're from northern jersey is that are you from sussex county i am yep born and raised here i did uh i I lived in uh tampa well i lived in florida for about five years and uh came back up to jersey so here we are in the armpit of pennsylvania new york um a a question I'm, i'm pretty fond of asking is like uh, both parents, siblings. How? What was that? What was that family dynamic like for you growing up? Oh yeah, uh, I'm a single, uh, only child. Uh, parents are still together. They're downstairs listening to me now. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, everything, uh, everything is is a good, good childhood. I don't know where where the Bigfoot thing came in. Uh, especially, you know, as a child, I like I said before, I was always like inside and and uh, not not outdoorsy. I had an ATV and stuff growing up, but that wasn't that was just I don't know. Um, but then uh, I was I was always I was always so jealous of kids that had stuff like that. Yeah, so je- jelly school. <laughs> I was like, mom, my friends have them. And you're like, Oh, your friends also have two parents. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> where, do, where do you think? Where do you think the the like the like the kind of like look at me, the like kind of look at me whole the the validation of like let me be on camera and let me be a mm. public figure kind of thing came from? Like where where's the attention seeking well, coming you from? Know, 
you know, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. And it, I always say that I don't do it. I don't put out the show for, for to be famous or for attention or stuff, but that's, that's a lie because obviously I, I wouldn't put it out if it wasn't for something like that. Right. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think, um, I made the show because I was tired of how how the TV shows portrayed Bigfooting, like like not real, like that's not how you go Bigfooting in most mm-hmm. of those shows. So I I was tasked with okay, now let me put out a video, let me put out a series that shows what Bigfooting's all about. And I think it's been you know I I put it out for me and a couple friends just to watch on the weekends and you know have a watch a you know have a couple beers over and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now it became into this. I actually just today, uh, we're at, let me check now. Uh, yep, there it is. 1.7 thousand subscribers. There you go. That's more, that's way more than me. <laughs> I, that I, literally I, just happened in the last like like 10 minutes so that's cool, awesome cool. that's <laughs> awesome man i I'm, I'm excited for you but you know what's really cool about it and and something i have to make sure i make sure i state it on the record because you know this this stuff this stuff's all outliving us i want to make sure i say things <laughs> that that are that are on the record so you know when i'm not here anymore People can go back and hear me talk about this. Like, even if like you go back and listen to this after I passed, who knows? But what what's my what my favorite part about it is you enjoy it. Mm. And 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 in no way, in no way would I ever want to dim anybody's shine when someone's genuinely enjoying what they're doing. And I I appreciate and I love how much fun you seem to be having. Yeah, man, it's, um, you, you know, you, you put your passion on and, and, you know, I edit all the videos too. So it's like, I, I, I have this kind of unique niche of where, um, I love this whole Bigfooting thing and I love the, the video editing aspect and, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it's just a, an amazing kind of little cross between my two backgrounds. The, the the music that song that you're using mm. is that is that um is that a copy isn't is there a copyright issue on that at all when you're going to uh, put that on because isn't yeah. that like a isn't that like a big song isn't that a, a pretty yeah, well-known actually, country song yeah actually uh it's from the lost trailers and i actually spoke with them and they're allowing me to use their music but uh when you do upload them to youtube it comes with all that you know good mm-hmm. copyright issues and stuff so that's yeah. something i haven't yet to figure out Demonetized. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, we say that. We always say that on on my other podcast. We do a podcast about pro wrestling, and and Mm -hmm. like whenever, anytime, like there's any kind of copyright stuff, we always demonetize. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So, so from 2011 to now that you've been you've been kind of making these and then just recently you've decided to make them a series have you got footage all the way like all the way dating back to 2011 or did you just decide now to start recording stuff yeah i started uh i I made the the series in the shadow of big red eye in 2016 is when i started it and uh like i said i was just kind of tired of all the shows on on tv so um and now we're filming season seven, actually, which is crazy. You know, never in my wildest dreams, you know, like I said. But um, yeah, it's been cool. It's been a fun, fun ride. Before, before um, filming, before the show, I I went out and did all the stuff that we're doing now. It's just, um, you know, we didn't have the equipment nor the the funding, and the well, we don't have the funding now. But the well, that's uh, what I that was I was I was also curious curious yeah. about that, considering that like. You got that many subscribers. You got this many people who are. That's that that that's their that's their niche. That's what they're mm-hmm. into. That that's what they 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 fully fully bite that bait. They're fully inside of it, and they're fully enjoying it. Like I'm wondering why someone hasn't come along and go, okay, let's just give it give it give the give the equipment and give the funding to make Shadow with the, the Big Red Eye as high production value as possible yeah i mean i would love that um i think you know that would be that would be really cool um 
but uh you know it hasn't hasn't been there so far but you know what's cool about it is it's filmed in this amateur way and Mm -hmm. it's kind of done on purpose like if i wanted to go out and buy like a really high quality high-end camera i could totally do that but Mm -hmm. uh, i don't because uh, i kind of want this series to um I want the younger generation of Bigfooters to watch this and be like, Oh man, I can do this. You know, it's not like finding Bigfoot on TV where, where their, their whole thing is about ratings and they have to have the best quality and the thermal drones that people have and the, and the, and the, you know, boat, uh, bike electric bicycles and off-road bikes and stuff it's like it's a little over the top i mean i i just wanted to make a series that that people could connect with yeah it's 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 very it's very raw it's very practical and uh and that that can inspire people like for anything anything if if, if there's a, anything that you want to do and do it man <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah. it, it, it gives that it gives that like it gives that that uh that energy of screw shame i'm doing what i want to do uh sc- like screw talking about it here i am just doing it you know, and there was a long time that i didn't tell anybody that i was in a big footing because that's kind of weird you know, it's not, it's not an everyday thing. And I was at the, you know, um, I guess the, the younger age and I was kind of, I don't know, just, just, uh, not ashamed, but just kind of weirded out by what other people would think. You're and afraid of I, judgment. Of course. And then, and then it got to the point where I was like, I don't even care. And like, now I got my, my vehicles all wrapped up with vinyl. This is, you know, the Bigfoot mobile. Yeah, those are cool. Those are cool. So it's like, you know, you, you can't, um, you know, it went from one opposite to the other. Now I'm all for it. I love when people come up and and tell me about their experiences when they see me drive by. It's awesome. That, the, uh, the toll booth lady in the, the one that was like, (laughs) the, what is she, the dog man or something? Yeah. She saw it. Me and yeah. my me and my daughter saw a dog man or something. And there's people behind us. I'm like, I'm like, just you know, <laughs> there's a line forming. Stop killing time, lady. <laughs> I, I'm I'm one that I do not like people that hold that you know hold up toll plazas. And now I know why. <laughs> so, easy pass, man. I've I've had an easy pass. I, I, I've that, one. that was the that was one of the main reasons why I got one. Yes. <laughs> Don't talk to me about your dog, man. I have to. I, I don't want to gum up the works here. I got. I got stuff to do. Uh, dude, those. I, I. I love just chilling like that. That's just so. Like, what I. What I relate a lot to is when I'm when you're sitting there and it's just dark and there's fire and you're just like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. And, that's that seems that seems like the the most fun part but uh i'd probably i'd probably want to like i'd probably want to like drink drink some beers or something which you don't you don't want to you don't want to do that uh because then then it'll be like oh yeah just the guy talking about talking about getting abducted by aliens and seeing sasquatch who he's he's the he's the neighborhood drunk yeah yeah, we don't want that. That's that's the the last thing that we kind of want to portray, especially when we, you know, it's it's one thing if we're out with you know two or three people and and whatever, but if we're out with any sort of you know uh, larger group or or you know with film, especially like on a filming expedition, we got to be super careful. No, when you go out and you're filming in in and just in the dark, mm. well, are you not afraid of all the other animals that are out there? Yeah, like, have like a crazy funny. fear. I mean, like, is is there bears in Sussex County? Actually, Sussex County has the highest density of black bear population east of the Mississippi. So, yeah. Okay, uh, but but um, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's um, the the things that scare me in the woods are people, ticks, and spiders and mosquitoes those are like my top four um not even not even mosquitoes so much but um uh it's 
with the, with larger animals, you got to be really stupid to get atta- to get hurt by them. You know, it's it's uh, you're not going to get attacked by a bear as long as you you know you don't have food in your tent type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was camping with somebody recently, and I was like, we were in the Adirondacks, and I was like, um, make sure you know this is like our first time camping, and we actually did a canoe trip, which is we canoed backpacked in, which is really cool. And uh, I was like, Let, let's make sure that we have all of our food and we hang it outside, like anything smelly, like deodorant, toothpaste, you know, anything. So we hung everything up and I think we're, we just got in from squatching one night and what she pull out of her, her, the tent, uh, nice, like, um, uh, uh, protein bar. And I'm like, Oh, come on. <laughs> that was in the tent all night. And she just pulled it out for like the next morning. I was like, oh. <laughs> But uh, got lucky on that one, I suppose. But yeah, you guys, it's it's uh, it's um, you know, you could step on a snake and stuff. Florida, Florida, and and it depends on where you are too. You know, like Florida has a lot of lot more uh, things to be concerned about. Yeah, yeah, lizards. Yeah, and they got those like flying roaches in Florida. Mm, Yeah, the palmetto bugs. Palmetto bugs, absolutely. Yeah. Do you carry a weapon? Do you carry a weapon with you when you're when you're out squatching? No, you know, I used to carry bear mace and then mm-hmm. we had an incident and I don't carry bear mace anymore. So the only thing I carry is uh is a knife. What was the incident? <laughs> so uh yeah, so we were driving um and my buddy was driving. We were in uh, the Delaware Water Gap uh, National Recreation Area and we were driving out to this area that um, it's a power line cut that we really wanted to investigate. And I, I was sitting in the back seat of his Jeep and I kind of like adjusted myself. And I always, always carried bear mace on my belt as kind of like, uh, you know, a, a safety measure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it always had the safety on the zip tie was, was mm-hmm. tied. always had the safety on. I just shifted and adjusted and it sounded like a fire extinguisher went off. And I said, Mike, why is there a fire extinguisher? And before I could finish the sentence, it was couldn't breathe. Couldn't breathe. It it couldn't breathe. You couldn't see. They he they almost flipped the jeep trying to get out and trying to stop. And there's actually it's one of the one of the people actually videotaped it. It's up on the YouTube channel. You could see see us uh, you know on the side of the road coughing and uh, it was horrible. So so yeah, we don't we don't carry bear mace anymore. I actually someone someone just. Um, on the trip I was on, had bear mace, and I was like, "Oh man!" I got instant like heebie-jeebies from it. Are you in? Are you into like a lot of comedy movies? Would you know? Would you know uh, of the movie Orgasmo? If I was talking talking no, to you about it, it was no, made by the the guys who made South Park. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there's this one. I just it just made me think of it when you were like, "Not not doing that no more." Like, like when when the he was like the guy was like oh yeah I I stopped doing that a long time ago and then it cuts back to him as a kid when he's like sitting at the at the at the breakfast table eating cereal and he goes hey dad I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna study uh, hamster style anymore and the dad was like reading the newspaper and he's like all right. And then the, it cuts back to him, and he's crying. He's like, "I, I can still smell that newspaper." <laughs> so, are you are you a pro wrestling fan at all? I used to be. I used to be in the WCW back in the day in the WWF. Yeah, Juventud Guerrera. That was my yeah. man. The Juice. Oh yeah, who? <laughs> He's like, yeah, into like cruiserweights and stuff back then. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was more into, I was, you know, that was my younger kid days, so I was into the, uh, I guess, the drama of it all. <laughs> yeah. Do Do you feel like you grew out of pro wrestling? I do, I do in a way. I used to, I was so into it. I used to have like they, we called them Michael Manias. And, okay. and I would dress up as like a wrestler and it would be for my birthday and all my family would come and I would wrestle all my family and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was into it back then. Well, I mean, might be time to start trying again, man. It's a, it's, yeah. it's, it's a whole, it's, it's, it's cyclical, man. It's like a, at, at this time, it's like, 
it seems like pro wrestling and I'm, I'm just i'm speaking from somebody who's a fan of pro wrestling mm-hmm. and somebody who's kind of in the business but uh it's right now is such a unique time like m- more of a unique and more inclusive time in in pro wrestling than there's ever been and and you can you can suspend your disbelief to get wrapped up in that drama mm-hmm. you know it and, and it's it's just it's it's an escape you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's it's uh, like i i remember watching wrestling as a kid the early early the late 90s was when i really kind of got into it and it was like and it was like okay well uh it's an escape from the fact that home isn't the best and i'm i'm not you know we're not we're not we don't have a lot of food and we don't have a lot of stuff and we're just kind of kind of going by but you can you can kind of immerse yourself in these uh in these storylines and 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 sort of just the, those memories those like moments are still memories that i carry with me at you know into my late 30s now yeah yeah that's that's neat it's very cool so Maybe, maybe I'll suggest some matches for you to check out. There you go. All right, I'll check uh, them out. We'll, we'll give you, give you a little bit of homework assignment. <laughs> Love it. So, I want to, I want to give, kind of, kind of, almost like I was doing earlier when I said, like, get, giving you the opportunity to answer, answer a question that you hadn't been asked that you'd had wished you'd been asked. But now I want to give you the opportunity to maybe ask me any questions or tell me anything that you'd like to tell me. All right. What's your, what's your belief on Bigfoot? Where do you stand on that, that spectrum? I'm, I'm not, I'm not all the way one way or the other about it. I think it's, I think it's, It's mystic, you know what I mean. And I, I have, I have had such a mystic uh, existence. Mm. Every, everything we do is magic and mystic, and I think that, that that's just an extension of it. So um, I don't disbelieve, but I, I'm not fully, I'm not fully into the the whole like that's all the way, what's happening. But I, don't, I haven't, I haven't seen the same evidence that you've seen. I haven't felt the feelings mm. that you've felt. So I. You know, I come from a, a place of, I guess, ignorance of of yeah. of that that existence. Sure, sure. No, that makes sense. Um, uh, that's a respectable answer too. I I, I appreciate that. Um, what would it take you to believe? Would you have to see one? Would you have to see footprints? Would you like like what would it what would it take for you? Would you have to like hear one? I don't know. You know what? I, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I think it would just have to be. I think it would have to be. Uh, it would just have to be something real, something real life, like a real time kind of thing. So it could be a sound. It, it could be a, a footprint. It could be any of those things. But it, it would be me experiencing it mm, in yeah. in real life, like right in real time. Sure. Sure. Cool. I, I could I could see I could see me, you know, being in that world that that I mean, I could just add it to the multiple lists of things that I do. Yeah. Keep it inside of, keep it inside of the multifaceted, uh, multifaceted evolving process. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, that's awesome, Ben. That's it. Like, look. See this this thing this thing right here this evolution chart thing I mean <laughs> well, there, there might be it might keep continue you know what I mean it might continue and be just human I mean I I kind of have some theories about I kind of have some theories about uh you know time travel I love I love I love the idea of time travel and just kind of like um alternate dimensions and alternate universes i just love that kind of stuff so how could i how could i be like oh yeah i kind of believe that stuff and then be like i don't believe that stuff yeah you know i would not judge anybody for their beliefs of it or 
their their pursuit of it because for sure that brings you joy and i love that for you yeah i i love that for everybody who if anybody finds anything that brings them joy i love it yeah like like uh, my whole life everyone said oh pro wrestling's not real i'm like yeah but i love it uh don't matter yeah it's what i am and you're not going to stop me from loving it by saying it's not real like i don't freaking know it's real you idiot like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i i find it i find it funny how like um i think it's like 60 percent of the united states population believes in ghosts and the paranormal and Mm -hmm. but only only like 29 percent believe in bigfoot so it's like you could believe you're you know you could believe that something you know could be you know look at something transparent beside your bed but mm-hmm. you don't believe that there could be an eight foot tall bipedal primate <laughs> walking around the forest. I think that's just, you know, those numbers are kind of interesting and funny. I, I would say like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like, I want to believe in everything, but I, mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm pretty nihilistic about certain things. And I'm pretty, like, Oh, I've never had a paranormal experience. And eh, I don't know. And then everything I do, I go, ah, what doesn't matter anyway. And then re- pro wrestling has taught me that everything's a work. Everything's this everything is like a manipulation of of emotions and and everything's a storyline. It's like I was I was taught to to channel that. I was taught to channel that and kind of and uh there's there's a comedian there's a comedy podcast uh, I'm sorry, uh a documentary about stand-up comedy and Jeff Foxworthy in it, he says he talks about how like through the day thoughts just pass in th- through your brain and as comedians it's our job to catch that thought polish it off and show it to you <laughs> and, and I, I i feel like mix that with everything everything i'm hooked on has to do with like gratification and validation and and uh sort of adrenaline the adrenaline rush of like a crowd reaction, mm. and that, that that's what's it's funny when I think about um like the early two thousands, the early two thousands were filled with unprotected chair shots for me and concussions all the time. I oh, know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and and when I think back about it, I'm like, bro, that that got that got me hooked, that got me hooked on the the immense reaction from an audience. And that makes me go like, oh, do I do I sit around and regret that stuff? Do I sit around and like feel bad about having those experiences? No, those experiences all kind of made me who I yeah. am. And and it really every, kind of every experience make yeah every experience uh, you know makes you a part of who you are now for sure hundred percent. Oh, bro, I'm getting all these like rashes. I don't know where those coming from. Oh, that's not good. I'm uh, getting attacked. I'm gonna get attacked by, by creatures in my sleep. Yeah, yeah, you got COVID. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. What if? What if? What if? What if Sasquatch is the spreader? There you go. The super spreader. That's super. The, that's the event. Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch puts on. Uh, <laughs> he just puts breathes. He puts on. Shredder's gear with the shred with mask, and he's like super spreader shredder, super. Sh- <laughs> he's the same size as Super Shredder from Ninja Turtles too. <laughs> so, what are, what have you been watching lately? What's your like your go to shows these days? Yeah, I watch. Um, you know, uh, one of one of the shows that I really like is the Secret of Skinwalker. The yeah, the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. I think is a good show. That's on the History Channel. Um, Curse of Oak Island's really cool. I love Judge Judy. She's my favorite. Um, you know, cops and stuff like that. All the good stuff. My my one of my good friends was on Judge Judy once. No, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he like. Went on this blind date with this lady who who we met on Tinder or something, and like she didn't look like her pictures. Surprise! And uh, and well, we're we're from Philly. We're from Philly, and uh, and I guess they had decided before before meeting up that they were going to go together 
to Atlantic City. And they went to Atlantic City. And while they were there, she was like shaming him for like not having a college education and like just kind of like being in, being a stuck up bitch to him. Mm. Right. And he was like, and he was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fucking leave. I'm just gonna ditch this. <laughs> I'm just gonna ditch this girl. So he he just got he got in the parking garage and got in his car and and then the girl came out in the parking lot and started like smashing up his car. Oh my god. So <laughs> the, that girl apparently had some connections in it in LA and like had some connections with Judge Judy, and somehow she decided like somehow. Oh. Somehow she brought Nick on, on Judge Judy, and and it was like somehow like he was getting he was supposed to be getting he was trying to be getting the money for the damages on his car, right? And, sure. And and Judge Judy really did not like my friend at all. <laughs> He's like he was like yeah she didn't look like a picture she was fat and like he was like kind of kind of like not making the best impression and she was speaking to him and he was like and she's like close your mouth mr burke <laughs> like he was just like, trying to listen to her i guess yeah. is, is any good in here <laughs> but yes we all have our we have all have, all have our run-ins with reality tv i i think I think I'd like to have a reality TV show as well. What would your show be about? Uh, well, I kind of, I've kind of always wanted to have a. a I'm a, I'm a huge fan of documentaries about stand-up comedy. Oh, okay. Love, I, I love that genre, so I'd love to have a docu series that documents my, my pro wrestling career and my stand-up comedy career, and and me doing podcasts. And and then just kind of like make that a uh, and make the arcs that the arcs that exist, you know, the arcs that mm. form, and uh, I, you know, dramatize it up because you know people gotta <laughs> see drama. Just make up <laughs> make up problems to have. Ah, he said. <laughs> well, what an episode it would be if. Uh, you know, like earlier today, like earlier today, um, you and I were supposed to, you and I were supposed to be on here at a certain time. And I was driving around town because I left my wallet in my friend's car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the, that's the results of 30 plus concussions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wrestling will do that to you now. Yeah. I got a, I got like a sick, a sick cracky Ooh. jaw like i can't Ooh, I hear it i can't really uh i've been punching my face i've been fake punched in my face my whole life and oh wrestling's fake <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it's all uh it's all stuff that i think i think not just that i would love to i would love to play like you are you watching stranger things Mm -mm, no oh that's that's a rad show dude i think you dig it but uh there's like there's a oh there's a there's like a long-haired stoner character i've always wanted to play a long-haired stoner character in something <laughs> like um like i'm picturing like a sitcom right like mm -hmm. um step by step remember step by step mm -hmm. they're like the like cousin who like lived in the van in the driveway I've always wanted to play a character that like that's like whoa, like just just kind of an idiot, but like sweet, and you know that like he means well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have a reality series around me trying to get myself cast in a sitcom. <laughs> get get the notepad out, folks. We're really making things happen right now. So what's your opinion on um on ghosts and aliens? Yeah, you know, uh so I went on a ghost uh little ghost adventure one time, um, and we caught something on the SLS camera, which is I guess it's called the structured light sensor camera. So it's really weird. I don't know, I've seen it on TV. Um 
and I'm not really into it. Same way with aliens. I've I've seen uh, on Bigfoot expeditions. I've seen two, uh, two things that I can't explain in the sky. Uh, and the one, uh, actually, it was in Sussex County in High Point State Park, and it came um, right before, like, 15 minutes before, like a really good Bigfoot vocalization. Mm-hmm. So. You know, people are like, oh, they're connected then. It's got to be enough evidence that shows you that their UFOs and Bigfoot are connected, but it's just not enough for me. Now, evidence, I mean, like those are just, well, that's, yeah, that's, those that's are just kind of things that happen sort of uh, close to each other. But I could see, I could see how those things could, could seem connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. They can correlate with, uh, but you know, you, you spend enough time in the woods, and you're going to see stuff. That's that's just uh, you know the nature of the beast, the big-footed beast, the red-eyed <laughs> beast. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, and I hate to say it, but I'm I'm gonna if I get really good evidence of Bigfoot, it's gonna look like you know. Just like if, if, you know, you were under the influence of something, if, if the Bigfoot researcher gets the best evidence, it's like, oh, man, come on now. You know, he's got to be doing something. So it, it'd be interesting if I if I did get some good footage. What do you think, like, all of the people who've ever been Bigfoot researchers, uh, do you think any of them have, like, the kind of evidence that you plan on, that, that like, you ideally would like? Oh, absolutely! You've I'm, seen uh, yeah. you've seen more, more like like hard evidence than you've ever captured on your own. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that there's uh, proof of Bigfoot out there. It's just uh, in the hands of somebody that doesn't want, for some reason, people to know about it, if you will. Do you watch Rick and Morty? I used to. Yeah, I love Rick and Morty. <laughs> I love like that's that seems like like that just made me think of the part when he was like oh the the uh the monster in the in the in the Kennedy dungeon the Kennedy sex tunnels below the White House mm. is all that like uh, stuff that stuff that it's confidential it's it's yeah. big time confidential big time yeah i don't know and and um it's possible that that's that's not true as well it could be there's no such thing as bigfoot out there i don't know i'm i'm sitting at 70 percent that i think there's a bigfoot out there like i'd be more surprised if bigfoot wasn't out there but i don't know for sure nobody does i mean unless mm-hmm. you have that evidence that you're hiding mm-hmm. but you you've seen other bigfoot bigfoot researchers evidence that's 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 kind of pushed you in the in the towards the 70 it, yeah definitely i just heard something a couple of weeks ago i was down in um in southwestern pennsylvania at a, at a bigfoot expo and and one of my researchers from west virginia one of my friends he he showed this you know played this vocalization for me that he, he captured and it was just like out of this world and um you know he can only imagine how many other researchers or not even researchers but people in general, have evidence of these Bigfoots or Bigfoot type creatures, and would would, and would multiple Bigfoots be called Big Feet? I think so. I think that's the running the running standard is Big Feet. The, the running shoes standard, Big Feet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so there, I didn't realize that the, that there was expos for for bigfoot researchers big time yeah i just got back from uh, one in forest county pennsylvania which is in the middle of the the allegheny national forest and there was um a lot of people there i think they hit the twenty thousand people mark there wow yeah. whoa do, do you do you set up a table to like do you yeah. get yep. get to so, mingle with folks so that's that's what I think you were getting at before is kind of like the finance part about it. Like how do I how do I support myself? And that's mm-hmm. um, I go to these events and I sell uh, uh, decals, stickers, and jewelry, kind of bigfoot, oh, okay. all bigfoot related, and okay. that supports the gas money. And, well, as as much as it can, well, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, gas gas yeah, prices now, are now, nowadays, yeah. So, um, but it it helps yeah. offset the cost of expeditions and stuff like that. So. Um, I I got one uh, in two weeks down in uh, West Virginia, which is going to be a big one too. So, man, 
It's rad. That's super cool. I didn't realize it was so, so um so popular. I mean, I probably you know what? I probably did realize it, but like it, you know, uh, um something something being brought to your attention that it's weird, man, because I I I think about I think about pretty often wanting to become a draw myself, wanting to make sure when I'm doing an event, then an audience will show up. Hmm. And then I start thinking about how like, oh, like, well, my audience for my podcast isn't even that big yet. Uh, but um, when I pick when I picture when I picture like 20, 30, 40,000 people, um, 20, 30, 40,000 people show up to nothing. You know what I mean? 20, 40, 30, <laughs> like, like to stuff that like NASCAR gets, you know, if people yeah. show like that, that packs buildings, uh, like rodeo packs, you know what I mean? Like, and uh, it's not even a thought, you know, it's not even a thought that like, whoa, this is a lot of people. It's just like, yeah, this is regular Mon yeah. mon monster, monster jam, big trucks. Mm -hmm. And everybody <laughs> shows up. And, and then I then I go and I perform at wrestling shows and like yeah. two hundred two hundred people show up. I'm like, man, why isn't like why isn't like thousands of people showing up here to these yeah. buildings? Yeah, but, that's true. That's uh, <laughs> that's very accurate. <laughs> so it's it's that I have to like destigmatize destigmatize that a lot is too much like like change what my standards and redefining the next level on on what drawing a crowd is and what uh getting <clears throat> getting a, an audience is so um i just basically and i and i i think the same thing with with uh the subscribers that you have i think that i think that you've got to You've got to display that you have something of value to the people who Absolutely. want to want to spend the currency of effort. And I, I constantly say on here, and I don't stop me if you heard me say it before, but I'm so grateful for the currency of effort that anyone's given me. Because the fact that like you you're doing this with me right now, you could be doing anything else at all. Like I'm <laughs> I'm not competing with other podcasts. I'm competing with everything else. There is everything else. You could be watching anything. You could be reading anything. You could be listening to anything. So the mm. fact that the fact that like you can't just turn the radio on and then like I'm on, like you can't just turn the TV on and I'm there on live TV. You have to like really go out of your way. Mm. So the fact the fact that people go out of their way and especially if they go out of their way to to seek it and then continue to pay that currency of effort and attention the whole time i just have so much gratitude for all that and i feel like gratitude attracts abundance i love it absolutely you're right and I, and i always say that you know i i i always thank my viewers you have to because um, if it's not for them, you wouldn't do it, right? You wouldn't have a podcast. You wouldn't. You wouldn't uh, have a wrestling show or, or do wrestling if nobody came and saw it. That would uh, de decrease the value of it. That wouldn't make make things worth it. Well, I mean, I've had few episodes where like nobody, <laughs> like three or four people listened to. Them. Uh, well, that's all right. But but this this is the reason I have the drum. You see this drum. <laughs> this is this is this is symbolic. This is uh, this is ceremonial to me because I feel like as long as I'm consistent in my gratitude and my message and my effort, like as long as I beat this drum, no one's gonna beat this drum the way I beat this drum. Mm -hmm. Nobody else in the world has the same aspect and perspective of anything or has lived any way that you have other people have similar experiences than you but nobody has the exact same ones no one's seen life through your eyes no one's experienced the things that you experience so when it comes to when it comes to going like oh i believe or don't believe it it doesn't even matter it's like i i 
I really recognize that you're that you're true in your in your uh, intention and your belief and your love for what you're doing, and that's why I just want to uh, hold you up. You know what I mean? I just want to pull you up, and even if <laughs> even if, even if my platform isn't uh, huge enough to make any kind of difference, uh, I I want to make sure I want to make sure that like this 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 is time this is time stamped for me you, mm. you know what i'm saying like everything i do on the record here this is all time stamped for me so i can be like hey this is just the start you know what i mean like what what is going to happen what is going to happen when either one of our shows like blows up and gets huge or like what's going to happen when 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 like the real budgets come in or you know what i mean like <laughs> when when shit gets when shit gets real big Right now, right now the stakes are the stakes aren't as high, so like, mis making mistakes isn't as big of a deal. The consequences are not as dire as when the stakes are real high. So I feel like this is practice for that. So if no one's paying attention now and no one's listening now, I mean, even though there are some people paying attention and listening, but there could be moments when there's none. Mm -hmm. and and i just want to make sure i'm as true with my <laughs> my message of growth and and the whole like evolving isn't just called it's not the show's not evolving with cory castle because i'm cory castle and i'm the host it's like <laughs> evolve evolve with me like start Start from the very beginning of when I started doing this in 2017 and, and listen back. You'll hear that I was a totally different guy back then. Mm -hmm. And, and hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll continue doing this for the rest of my life. And uh, I'll listen back to this one and be like, well, listen to the type of dude I was then. Right. Yeah. hundred I, I, I think that's, what's also cool about what you're doing and, and, and catching on the record catching on the record the the experiences that you're having and, and 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 putting them putting them online putting that effort out there to like say hey i want to share with whoever might be interested uh, sure. the thing, the things i'm interested in the things that that i love and i think that, that i'm going back to i'm going back to the you're having fun doing what you're doing <laughs> yeah man it's uh you know it's cool because uh, you do look back at it and i look back at like season one and stuff and even like not even as me as a person but even just like something as simple as like my editing skills and how much they've evolved throughout the years right yeah absolutely you know it's just absolutely crazy um but yeah man i i appreciate you um you uh acknowledging the trueness and the and the and the the happiness and the the fun that i do have because a lot of people a lot of people don't don't see that it's 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 genuine and and i i, I love that i love that and and you know especially coming from from my world of this thing that everyone says is fake it's like yeah learn to have fun you big grouch <laughs> like, yeah, why are you trying to rain on everybody's parade? I, I get it. Participate in this in this beam, this beam of light and joy. Uh, be inside of joy. E N joy in joy. Be that. <laughs> so like, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't see a reason to to dim anybody's shine. I don't see the reason to yuck anybody's yum. I like that. Yuck anybody's yum. I have just a couple other things for you, and then I'll send you off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake. Okay, I have I have this segment that I do on here where I call it audio time travel. We were okay. just talking about we were just talking about time stamps and what you go and you evolve to when you go and you look back. I'm gonna say uh 20 years into the future the people who love you the most your your biggest fans your your dearest family your loved ones stumble across this recording and they want to hear a message directly time stamped in 2022 
that's going to hit them in 2042. What message are you giving to them? And you're speaking directly to those individuals. What message yeah, are you giving man. them? That's a good one. Uh, I, I, you know, it's, and it's, it's, it's near and dear to my heart is don't, you know, no matter what, don't stop doing what you're passionate about because of anybody saying anything about it, you know, keep, keep uh, doing, you know, no matter what, just keep, keep doing what you love and keep make doing your passion. <laughs> Did you ever see Talladega Nights? Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, when, 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 uh, what was the, what was the other guy? Um, Cal, Cal Dalton Jr. He like won the first, he won for the first time and they gave him the trophy on a technicality. And he's like, when he won it, he was like, I know I won it on a technicality, but if you try to take this away, take this away from me, I'm going to punch you right in your face. <laughs> that's, that's the, the vibe I got from you saying, to not, to, don't, if somebody tries to take your passion away from you, punch him right in the face. That's what you do. hundred yeah. percent. So, so even, even that message to me in 2042, I'm going to listen to that and be like, okay, cause there's going to be something, something then and there, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, this will be worth it. Well, do you think, do you think by 2042, you're definitely going to have better evidence and this yeah, will be funny well, to listen back to, to be like, oh, oh shit. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have shit compared to what I got now. <laughs> I think, well, uh, that's it. That's valid. I think, um, Bigfoot is going to be found within the next couple of years. If if Bigfoot's out there, uh, Bigfoot's going to be found within the next couple of years. And you think, it, go ahead. You think we could teach him how to wrestle? You think we'll teach him how to work? He would be. Teach him how, to, how to be a good professional wrestler? Yeah. Okay. The yete. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a WCW, WCW gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> but back in the day. Uh, so hypothetically, hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. This is the way we wrap up every time. Hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. Uh I I I kind of I kind of did it a little bit earlier when I when I kind of gave you the floor and I said, ask me anything or tell me anything you want to say to me. Uh I can continue with that if you if you have anything else you want to ask or say. Yeah, I no, I mean I would just uh no, keep going. Okay. Well, normally what I'd say is the way we wrap it up is I would ask the guest or the new host of the show. <laughs> this is this is your first episode, the pilot episode of of Evolving with Mike. You're going to give your your uh, very Jerry Springer's final thought type of uh, wrap it up in a in a pretty little bow. All the best takeaways, all the most valuable stuff that's gonna that it's gonna inspire us to be a better version of ourselves as we are of ourselves tomorrow than we are today. And in your best Jerry Springer's final thought, how, how right. are you wrapping it up? Mike's Mike's final thought is, um, you take a person, uh, uh, somebody that believes in Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster has a far superior life than someone that doesn't. So just think about that and let that sit sit with you for a second. Because if you don't believe in, in some amazing stuff like that, then then you really gotta evaluate your your lifestyle and your 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 uh your thought process. Yeah. what happened to you that you lost your wonder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where, where did that go? Where did it go? <laughs> You've been so jaded. But it's true, though. It's a true statement. That's that. You think that that would be that's your 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 full final thought? On I don't know. Final? You know, I don't know if there's um, you know uh, you can't prove that something doesn't exist. I don't know that that'd be like my my you know electric chair chair blurred out. <laughs> so, what about uh, what about like what about like the bible and jesus and stuff like that or what do you what do you believe in that kind of stuff i'm spiritual i have like a like a agnostic kind of belief i think uh, there's definitely a higher power out there normally that probably should have been a question i asked way earlier (laughs) hey we wrapped it up now i've asked you what you think of jesus yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you do 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 any impressions of anything do you do any impressions of anyone 
No, no, I, I am terrible at impressions. I had this, I had this, uh, my, my friend, my friend, Renee, I had him on the podcast and, uh, we, we, we sat and we watched, we watched the second episode of ALF. We watched the second episode of ALF to see like what the follow-up to the pilot was like. The show got picked up from the pilot. If it mm -hmm. like, if it was like, uh, is this still like good or is this going to be bad? So we watched it on here and then I started doing this thing where I was like, oh, I'm going to get everybody to do impressions of Alf at the end of the show and say, oh, hey, Willie. Right. And I was going to try to get everybody to do that. But then a good amount of a good chunk of people maybe are too young to know what Alf is. Mm. So I started then just saying, what impressions do you do? And getting people to then do impressions and uh, wrap up the show. And the way I always wrap it up by saying the catchphrase, be fun, have safe, keep evolving. Be fun, have safe, and keep evolving. I love that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> I would do an impression, but I again, I I couldn't even couldn't even attempt. I did an impression of me. <laughs> it was it was an impression of me. <laughs> there you go. Then uh, I just want to I just want to say, um, while while we're still on the record, I want to make sure I tell you, man. Uh, I'm glad we're friends now. And if there's ever a moment in time when you feel like you you just need a friend, you need some judgment-free conversation, don't ever feel like you're alone. You can reach out to me. I'll chat with you. And that message goes for anybody who's listening. If this is your first time checking out the show, uh, you can get in touch with me. I'm not a hard person to get a hold of. I, I'll respond to messages. I'll respond to all messages, and I will judge you 0%. Because, man, we need we, – we need we need to be kinder to each other. We need to be kinder to ourselves. We need we need to love and evolve. If this is your first time joining the show, check out the other two hundred and how many episodes now? Two hundred and seventy-three episodes. Two hundred. Check them out. Make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure you follow Mike's channel. I'll put all that links in the description. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Awesome. Where's the map?